It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. Punk Rock Reflection. I'm going for a walk. What's up, Punk Rock Classrooms? It is Mike here, and I am going to drop a Punk Rock Reflection for all you. So, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, just life and school and connections, and it's it's interesting because my son, you know, since last March, as many, many students, have been remote. So last spring, when things went remote for kids, my son, uh, his school, like picked up e-learning, like snap the fingers. I can't snap my fingers, otherwise I would. But so his his district, where we were at, they they implemented e-learning right off the bat, and he was thriving. He loved the opportunity. He was a fifth grade last year. So he loved the opportunity where he could just sit down in his room, log on to his iPad. He would get his assignments for the day. He would get what he needed to do. He would get the the instruction with his teacher, you know, half hour there, 45 minutes here, like certain times he had to log in. And then the rest, he was on his own. And he was doing extremely well, like the best we've ever seen because one, he was able to kind of learn and progress at his own pace. Like he was able to do what he needed to do. So, you know, we, we finished the year, everything was kind of thrown off. Um, and, you know, it, it, that's, that's how he finished his fifth grade year. And we were pleased. We were happy with how he took initiative how he logged down when he needed to, how he got done when he needed to do. So as crazy as it was, over the summer, we decided, hey, an opportunity fell in our lap. And we were like, hey, we're going to move. Like we've wanted to move for a long time. And the timing was never right. It just things never worked out in our benefit, you know, to, to sell a house and to move into a new one. So... In it was probably like, probably May June of 2020, everything kind of fell in line. Which of course it's it's bizarre because it's the pandemic, right? Like no one's going out at this point. Like things are still closed. Everyone's got masks on everywhere you go. Like you know don't you know touch anything. C- consistently wash your hands. And we were able to sell our home and move. Now we moved to a, a town over. So when the school year started this year, my son was going into sixth grade, junior high, huge transition. You know, now instead of having one to two teachers as you did in fifth grade, you now have six to nine teachers throughout the day, switching subjects, getting to know each personality, getting to know how to get to your classes, as well as we moved to a new town. So he's in a new district completely. Like he he knew a couple kids and we check with their parents 
And of course, his schedule did not align with theirs. So none of the people he even knew, the few people he knew, weren't even going to be in his classes. So, you know, my wife and I, we were kind of faced with a decision because our new district that we moved to, we were very fortunate to have the choice. You know, it's either you send your kids five days a week and they go and they do their learning in person with the the proper precautions. You know, there's sneeze guards, masks in place, you know, all the stuff that many districts have done. Or you keep your kids home and they will e-learn. They log into the class. It's, it's, they were doing that kind of like hybrid model where the teachers teaching the live kids and the remote kids at the same time. Well, we chose just on, you know, what our personal preferences were at the start of the school year, like, well, we're going to keep our kids home. And the second semester hit, same thing. We had the choice again. Let's keep them home. Third semester hit, let's keep them home. Well, now the fourth semester comes and we kind of were rethinking our tune. We're like, all right, you know, quarter four is going to start. What are we going to do? And my wife and I had both been fully vaccinated at this point. We live with my mother-in-law, and she also has been fully vaccinated. Many, many of the people we hang around with, actually at this point now that I'm recording this, have all been vaccinated. So we were like, you know what? I told my wife, I said, look, I used to be a middle school teacher. I taught 6th, 7th, and 8th grade ELA for 15 years. If he's going to make that transition to middle school, I feel it would be better now, these last nine weeks of his sixth grade year, to go into the building, learn how things go, learn the layout of the building, learn what it means to transition to classes. He, he, if he could keep the same teachers, and that's one of the things we asked, you know, because he has, um, my son has an IEP, he has a resource teacher. So we asked, will he keep his same teachers? Because if he has to learn, new teachers and new personalities, we're not going to do it. And they were like, no, he, he'll, he'll keep the same teachers. Pretty much his whole schedule say the same. Two classes had a flip-flop, but it's the same teacher still. So I said, this is the time to do it because if things go awry, if things don't work out, we can easily pull him back. We can easily pull him out and say, hey, look, sorry, we're going to go back to remote learning. Um, and that was a plan. We had a lot of conversations with him. My daughter, she's third grade. She was like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go back. Um, my son, not so much. He has thrived just as he did his end of the fifth grade year. His sixth grade year, he has had the best grades he's ever had while he was remote learning. You know, he he was knew he could sit down. He knew when to log in. He knew what he needed to do. Um, in between classes, he would go ride his bike around the block. He would, we have a trampoline. He would go in the backyard, jump on the trampoline. Like he knew what he needed to do to focus and get things done and be on top of his own grades. Like we really didn't have to step in for much and, and kind of like encourage him. So I said, look, if, if, if things start to slip, we'll pull him back. He didn't want to go. A lot of conversations with him, and we kind of said, like, well, you know, now it's you're going to go back to school. We're going to try it. So we sent him back quarter four, and you know he was nervous. I think one of the things that helped him was my nephew, who's in eighth grade. 
I was able to drive them both. I pick him up every morning and I take them and he kind of was able to show him where to go, how to get around. Um, he'd meet him at the end of the day, bring him back to, to my wife who was picking him up. And so I think that kind of helped having that comfort there. And that was another reason I said, look, next year, our nephew's not going to be there. He's going to be walking in to middle school for the first time ever in his life as a seventh grader without anyone to kind of show him what to do. So we sent him back. The first day he came home, he was very quiet. He wouldn't, he wouldn't talk at all. And we're kind of thinking like, well, what, what went wrong? Why is he not opening up to us? Why will he not tell us how his day went? I mean, literally, he just, he wasn't like a defiant quiet, but it just was kind of like, he did not want to talk to us. So day two, we sent him. And same thing, he kind of comes home and he's very quiet. You know, he not even like, you know, yes, kids, hey, what'd you do in school today? Oh, nothing. Like, not even that. Like, he just wouldn't talk. And it's it's funny because day two was the day we got our new puppy, which, again, it all kind of fell in place. Like, we were planning on getting a new dog in, in the summertime when we were all off. Well, not me, but when everyone else was off um, to kind of help, like, train her. And But then it kind of fell in place. We're like, well, maybe this is a good thing because it'll give the kids something to look forward to coming home from school. And I remember we were driving home. It's about a 45-minute ride when we picked our puppy up and my daughter was like, Oh, can I stay home tomorrow? I want to remote learn. And I just want to be with the puppy. And we're like, no, like you just went back two days. Like you're not just remote learning tomorrow. And my son goes, I want to go to school tomorrow. And the whole car got kind of quiet. We're like, huh? What? Like you've been fighting us about going back. You won't tell us how things are going, but you want to go to school tomorrow. He goes, yeah. He's like, I, I want to like learn more, like how to get around. Like I don't want to like lose that. You know, I, I'm on a good like path. Like I want to keep learning the layout of the school. Like, oh, all right, cool. So of course, we, like there was no question they were not going to stay home. We sent them that next day. So then a couple weeks go by and things are good and. You know, he 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 saying like he doesn't know many people. Like some a lot of the kids who've been in school have been there all year, so they already kind of got their groups. Um, he's met a few kids. He's talked to a few kids, and about a week ago, he comes down with a cold, and we kind of knew it was a cold off the bat. We're like, all right, like it. He's he's not really COVID symptoms. You know, of course, like anything you get now is a COVID symptom, but we're like, wow, we don't think he has COVID, but let's go get him tested just to make sure. And we do. And it comes back and it's negative. We're like, all right, cool. Doctor's like, you do the right thing. You know, you're just being proactive. Like that way you, you know, you know, you're not sitting around wondering. So that was on a Saturday. The weekday comes and we're like, all right, well, Evan, hey, like you kind of got a cold, like, you know, it's up to you. Like, do you want to stay home and remote learn? Or do you want to go to school? Now we're expecting him to be like, I'm going to stay home and remote learn. Like that's because that's what he's always said. He's he's always said how he just wants to stay home. He misses, you know, he, he, he enjoyed remote learning so much. And like, you know, you can stay home tomorrow or you can go to school. And he looks at us, he goes, I want to go to school. And my wife and I kind of stopped and we looked at each other like, is this the Twilight Zone? Like, are we back in Florida? Are we going on the Tower of Terror? Like, what, what is going on here? And we're like, you, you want to go to school, bud? And he's like, yeah. He's like, 
Yeah, like, and I, I can't even imitate how adamant and enthusiastic he was. But he's like, "Yeah, I do not want to e-learn. I want to go to school. Like, I don't want to be home on the computer doing remote learning. Like, I want to go to school." And we're like, "All right." And you know, it made me realize that the power of like a face-to-face connection, like. I've been very adamant about the power of remote learning, the power of online campuses, like how some kids, yes, we all know there's certain kids who need to be in school, like in person, face to face. But there's also kids who truly thrive in that remote environment. My son was one of them. Like he's had the best grades. You know, there's been no discipline issues. Like everything has just worked so well remotely for him. But there's that power of being with other people. There's a power of being with your crew. And that's what this reflection's about. It's about knowing that there's just something about sitting down, whether it's social distance and you've got the, the sneeze guard barrier, you've got a mask in front of you. It doesn't matter. There's a power. There's something special. There's a connection that we cannot replicate virtually. We can't do it over a phone. We can't do it over Zoom. We can't do it over text message. There's something about connecting with a person on that level that makes that much of a difference. And, you know, I I just, I am all for online campuses, but I feel like we can't let, because I've seen so many students, like my nephew, he said a lot of his friends have not gone back to school Because the parents left it up to them. The parents have said, hey, do you want to go back to school? And these eighth grade kids have said, no, I don't want to. And it's not because they're scared or they're afraid. It's because they've realized, like, I kind of made a home. My parents are at work. I do my things. I can hop on video games. I kind of get to do what I want. Like, I'm not tied to all of these, you know, the, the, the time clock of school. But that's a disservice to our kids. Like, so many of our kids need to be with us and we need to make sure that you know no matter what we're building that relationship we're building that connection and my son had a good connection with his teachers someone with his classmates well he was virtual um you know but when you're kind of thrown in there and you're face to face you can't deny the power of making those connections. And I'm not saying just because you're face-to-face, you're going to have a relationship and a good connection. Like it, it comes down to the teacher and you know their willingness and their drive and their passion to make that happen. But it can happen and it's powerful and it's and it's something that that's going to make a difference. It's what's going to make or break some of our students. And I know there's some with medical issues and things, whatnot going forward that we are going to have to make sure that we offer online campuses for them, but for a lot of our kids, even the kids that we think are thriving remotely by themselves independently, there's something different when we get them in front of us. There's something different when we're there with them that we can really prove through our body language through our through our actions that just doesn't come through on a screen that you know we're here for you we believe in you and we're here to work with you to bring you to that next level to bring take your learning 
you know, to the next step. Put it in your own hands as a student and make that progression. So I just kind of want to share the story of my son. Share the story of his journey from, uh, you know, struggling in live, going virtual and thriving. And then once he went back live, realizing, you know, almost, you know, what he was missing, you know, he, he realized, man, you know, maybe when I was younger, I wasn't taking advantage of the time when I'm in a desk in a classroom with other kids and a teacher and an aide and the principal and whoever is involved. Like we need to make sure these kids know, you know, that, that we're here to push them forward and to work with them. So that's my reflection today. More so just just the story of my son. And I'm, I'm so proud of him. And I'm so excited to see what he accomplishes the rest of this year and the rest of his middle school year and, and high school and going forward. Because I, I, I've seen a change in him that I'm so glad I was able to see. I'm so glad that we were, were, were able to encounter would not be the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast if I did not tell you what I've been listening to. And I, I've been listening to a lot of, it's kind of weird. I, I, you know, my pick the other week was uh, Maggie Lindman. I've been, I kind of like this like radio friendly pop kick. Listen to a lot of Panic of the Disco. I threw on some bits in the tantrums the other day. Just, I don't know if it's because the weather here is like 60, 70 degrees in Chicagoland. I got the windows down. It's just kind of like that beach laid back party vibe kind of thing going on. But that's what I've been rocking out to. Some newer Panic of the Disco. Not the old stuff. The newer stuff. And uh, fits in the tantrums. Check us out on the interweb. www.punkrockclassrooms.com you can find me on Twitter at Mike R. Earnshaw. You can find me on Instagram at the exact same handle. You can find Josh, both Twitter and Instagram, at Josh R. Buckley. You can find us both Twitter and Instagram again. That's how lucky we are. It's at the trifecta, at Punk Classrooms. And we will see you at the show. I'm going for a walk.